0: welcome into another edition of the Peyton Chatnay show presented by the rogue I'm Neil McCrady you might guess that is Peyton Chatnay who was just one Tim Elko away from being the MVP of the uh, Coral Gables Regional we'll talk about that and and other things here on what should be a fun edition of the show before we uh, launch into it I do want to tell you we're brought to you and have been brought to you all season long by the rogue 4450 i-55 North and Jackson of the rogue.com All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, you name the brand, they pretty much have it. They've got stylists that hand select stuff. Uh, They'll help you pick out the wardrobe that's right for you, whether you're getting ready for like a June wedding or whatever the case may be. start to think about football season and your apparel for that. They've got the college gear there as well. Maybe you're looking for something to wear to the uh, Super Regional in Hattiesburg this weekend. Whatever the case may be, they can take care of you at the Rogue, theRogue.com, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. I always start off by asking Peyton, "How are you?" I already know how you are. So, what's up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. I'm I'm doing great. Um, it was awesome. Last weekend was was unbelievable.
0: So I mean I know you're happy, but Elko goes off on the last day and he strips the trophy right out of your grasp. I mean, you, the thing is in your hands. And then he decides to, what do you hit? He OPS like 2,900 or something for the weekend. I mean, yeah. otherwise, other, otherwise that's yours. I mean, I, I know you're happy, but it had to be a little part of you that was like, dude,
1: look, he won it he won the regional MVP last year. Um, <laughs> and he got it this year again. I mean, of course he had to hit three home runs. I mean, what a selfish guy he is! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was awesome, and and we needed a lot of those big home runs. And um, I mean, honestly, I, it would it was cool. It would be cool to get the MVP, but it's it's way cooler that we both got to put up some good numbers and and you know help this team win.
0: So let's go through the week a little bit. You guys get down there thinking you're going to play on Friday, and then uh, Mother Nature. Said no, nope, you're not playing on Friday. As the rain piled up and you didn't know what you were, when you were going to play and that kind of thing, what was kind of going through your head a little bit?
1: Coach B from the beginning, like before we even got there, you know, we all knew it was going to rain. Coach B had said, like, look, we don't know when we're playing. He said, I would much rather you be ready to play on Friday versus already go ahead and get checked out and then try to get your you know your mind right again for whenever it is that we're going to play. So the whole time we kind of just stayed, you know, in that game like mindset until they officially told us that the games you know we're gonna get pushed back or whatever um but it was fun i mean we got to spend a couple extra days in miami which is or a couple more off days in miami which is awesome it was a lot of fun
0: you guys went to the marlins game what was that park like i've never been to it
1: um the park itself was really cool there was probably the same amount of people at our regional that there was at the game (laughs) which really kind of sucks but it was it was a lot of fun and it was cool to see um uh, a former catcher Nick Fortes hit a hit a bomb there and um, it was a good time it was cool it was awesome All
0: right so get to the get to the regional on Saturday you guys play Arizona uh, you knew it was a huge game they knew it was a huge game i mean the the path to winning one of these regionals i think i saw the stat 80 it's 82% and if i'm off by a percent anybody I, I apologize in advance i think it's 82% of teams that start a regional 2 and 0 win the regional so I mean, you know, there's some math on on your side there when you when you win on the first two days, and you guys are playing in the two-three game. Uh, Miami had already won. Um, you're down four to two, starting to get kind of late, and you come up to the plate for pretty big at bat and take us through it a little bit.
1: Um, we yeah, we knew like winning that first game is huge. Um, because w- once you get into the loser's bracket, the road to, to winning the regional just to get so much harder, especially our regional we had because of all the different rain delays and like Arizona, we finished the game against Arizona, got to bed at probably two 30, three o'clock. And then Arizona had to turn around and play against early in the morning. They probably got like four hours of sleep at most. So it was huge to win that game for us. Um, but the, that exact moment, it was, it was really cool. And, Coach Bia had talked about it. That pitch that they were throwing was, was really good. And, and the main thing that we had to do, and I always talk about it, but it's true, is attack the fastball. And that was the main thing. Coach Bia had told me right before I went up there, hey, be on time for this fastball. And he threw one. I'm luckily over the plate, and and I got a good swing off of it. But it was, it was a lot of fun.
0: you even remember going around the bases on that?
1: No, and that was the funny part is, is uh, <laughs> Justin Bench. So uh, he was out there, and everybody, you know, we were doing the whole boom thing. And after I boomed whoever it was, Kemp, I think. Um, I picked up the bat and, and Justin is screaming at me, touch home play, touch home play. And so I ran back and touched home just in case, I guess I, I didn't touch it. I thought I did. And in the replay I did, but he was freaking out and everybody was freaking out. Like, I don't even remember exactly how it all went down, but all I remember is after I touched home, cause I wasn't sure on how the rules worked of like, I'd already boomed Kemp, and then I've already picked up the bat and I started walking towards our dugouts. Like, am I going to be called out? even though I touched on play if I didn't the first time, but it was fine. Nobody said anything and it was good, but yeah, I don't, it, you kind of just, you kind of just black out in those moments. Like you don't even exactly remember how it goes
0: down. But that was kind of the moment you guys needed, right? I mean, you, you needed someone to step up and get a big hit, whether it was you or someone else. And it kind of seemed from that point forward, you guys just really played great baseball the rest of the way. I mean, I know you had another huge hit. I think it was yeah the second hit was the double right later Mm -hmm. in the in the game um that kind of put it away uh do you even remember anything about that or at that point are you are you starting to get into it because i was telling you about this a minute ago the reason i'm kind of asking it that way is nick Suss, the clarion ledger had a stat today He kind of broke down your team's stats since may the first and you're OPSing, for people who don't know that's on base percentage plus slugging percentage creates ops which is pretty much the one number that baseball people look at analytically offensively to say what whether how productive someone is is being and you're OPSing it's like 1160 I might be off a few points which is an absurd number um it's it's a phenomenal number you does the ball look like a beach ball to you right now I mean what's what's kind of going on with you at the plate that obviously wasn't happening for you earlier in the year when you were probably OPSing in the 500s or low 600s you were you know scuffling a little bit and I mean, I think it's a testament to you that you've worked through that and gotten to this place, but it must feel different at the plate right now.
1: Oh, um, no doubt. And I talked about it a little bit before, but um, how Coach Clem, our hitting coach, sat like kind of worked with me on on certain things and um, just trying to get more comfortable in the box and get my foot down early and blah 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 blah. But it is so true. Like I even at TJ asked me today, McCants, while we were hitting in the cages, like what are you doing differently? Like, what is it? Like, do you feel any different or what are you doing? And I'm like, honestly, I have changed a little bit, but it's just the feeling. It's hard to explain for people that haven't necessarily played baseball, but you just have a, whenever, you know, you're, you're you feel good. Like you have a level of confidence and, and um, just a different mindset, whenever you're up to the plate. And that's kind of the biggest thing for me to try to get out of a slump is try to get back into that aggressive, you know, confident mindset whenever you're hitting um because you might not necessarily even have to change your actual swing like it is so crazy the amount of times that not just me just anybody on the team one day will be like man my swing feels terrible like I don't know what's going on I I feel like I can't you know touch the ball and then the next day you don't change a thing and all of a sudden you feel great like it's so weird how baseball works um but you just kind of have to stick with it especially when you're in that slump and that type of thing but but yeah I do I do feel a lot different in the box right now for sure
0: then on Sunday, you guys played this pitchers' duel game that was a fantastic baseball game to watch. Uh, the the kid from Miami, Palmquist, I think he he looked like he was brutal for left-handers. I mean that they, that the look for a left-handed hitter had to be that was rough. And, yeah, Miami's was he, tough Saturday. on everybody. Yeah, Go ahead. they were
1: they were they were really good. I mean, they rolled out some dudes, and and that's like, again like that's what's so hard about this regional is they had to after we beat them, they had to go and waste all their guys against Arizona just to try to win. So if they were to play against us, you know, they don't have the same guys. And same with Arizona. Um, but we knew Miami's pitching staff was going to be good, and they were. They were really good. Um, luckily, our pitchers pitched really well, too.
0: Yeah, talk about that. You guys, three huge outings. I mean, Hunter Elliott was terrific, and then um, uh, the name escapes me from him. I'm sorry. The, the middle reliever came in, uh, Nichols. Yep. And, and uh, he was really good. And then, of course, Brandon was as good as he's been of late, which has been elite lately. Um, to win a two-to-one game, I mean, you kind of I, I, – I'm assuming you sort of went into that game knowing there was a real chance this was a low-scoring, tight game where yep. every at-bat mattered.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, for sure. I believe, I've said it before, too. Like, our pitching staff just looks way better right now. I feel like we have a lot of depth um, in the pen and everything. And, and Josh Mallets has been – unbelievable these past couple outings i mean he's he probably threw 45 of 50 sliders and um but it's just unhittable right now it's really cool to watch him uh, succeed all our pitchers do well and then then you have just that level of confidence when when bj gets out there and it's the ninth inning and um it's never easy it's never easy for any of any of the um guys that try to close out a game it's just for some reason that's the way the rebs like to to win games is is whenever you get two men on and then strike out three after that but um it's awesome. Yeah, our pitches are doing great.
0: Did you know when you went to bed that it was Arizona and not Miami on Monday? Or mm-hmm.
1: I, I stayed up. It, it was tough to to not. It's tough to go to sleep and not know who you're playing. Like I stayed up and watched the whole game until um, it was over. And once we knew that, we just kind of rolled with it. We we had our same hitters meeting and everything like that. But we kind of already watched a lot of their pitchers, so it wasn't it wasn't too much of a change for us.
0: And then, of course, you had a dominant offensive performance on on Monday, which was I mean, 22 runs. I think it's an Ole Miss record for a postseason game. I mean, you, there's not a whole lot to say about it other than there had to been had to be quite a validating moment, I'm guessing, for you guys um, as you realize you're going to win that game and you're just finishing out the inning. I mean, you're a team that wasn't that far removed from being kind of left for dead and, you weren't far removed at all from having a five-day wait to see whether you got in or not and all that stuff. I mean, it, it had to be, I don't know. You tell me what the feeling was for you guys when you, when you, you, you know, you, you had it won and you ultimately won it and all that stuff. What well, was just kind of, what was that like?
1: It is, it is really cool to just be able to kind of prove everybody wrong, to be honest. Like it, it is super cool to, to um, look at all the tweets of, of people saying we shouldn't be in and we, we we screwed some other teams and whatever whatever and like we don't make the decision we just hope we get in but it's super cool to to be able to look at them now and be like "Mm, you messed up um but the game itself um on the last day it was unbelievable like everybody was hitting well and somebody that i think might not get as much credit as is Garrett would today or that weekend was his first start ever as a rebel and um he did well. He did his job. He went one for three, I believe. Two walks, something like that.
0: He had a huge at-bat wow. in that exactly. five run. It was a yeah. fifth or sixth inning when you guys kind of something like it. that. Yeah. Y'all blew it open. That was a 10 10 pitch walk where he fouled off a couple of pitches. And yeah. More than a couple, actually. It was a really strong at-bat on his part.
1: Yeah. But that's what's cool about, about this team is is especially right now, like we have confidence in everybody. And anybody can step up in that big moment. Um but yeah, this is it's, it seems is going to be great.
0: So there's only 16 teams left, Peyton. That's it. There's 16 teams left, and you're one of them. Um, you're two wins away from from Omaha to get them. you got to go to Southern Miss. They've had a historic season for their program. I know you've seen them earlier in the year. Uh, the, the atmosphere down there is going to be, I don't know, bizarre, bananas, whatever word you want to use. It's going to be crazy, which I'm going to guess that for you guys, that's kind of fun.
1: Oh, it is. It is so much fun. And last time we went down there, even, you know, when there wasn't a, it was a, it was like a midweek game or something. Yeah, it was. It's like a Tuesday
0: um, night or something or Wednesday. Yeah, yeah.
1: The, it was so much fun. It was so toxic and, and the fans were getting into it and yelling at us. And I might've said something at one of the fans and, oh man, it, 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 it just makes you play so much harder and it gives you a little bit more of an edge. It's going to be so much fun. there. I can't, last time we went, we broke the, the attendance record there. And I don't know how much more people they can cram into that spot, but I'm sure it's going to be like sardines in there. It's going to be awesome. And
0: So how much family do you have coming?
1: I will have my mom and dad coming and um, they got to go to Miami as well. They, they, they left the last day. Well, they were supposed to leave the day before. Then they changed their flights and whatever, whatever. And then they left before the end of the game. Um, so they didn't get to see the end of that, but hopefully they'll be there this whole weekend. And then I have my girlfriend and her family coming as well.
0: I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I know the goal is to win the whole thing, but the, you know, the Holy grail in, in college baseball is to get to Omaha, to be able to get to the college world series and have a chance to compete for the championship. You're two wins away after all that you guys have been through over the course of this season, from number one to seven and 14 in the league to, I mean, it, it got desperate where you are today is kind of what's the confidence level I'm, I'm guessing it's sky high what's this the feeling around around the guys right now
1: I think you're completely right about like everyone literally is saying hey we are we are two wins away from doing something that hasn't been done in a really long time and then you know we're only a couple wins away from doing something that nobody's ever done um, for Ole Miss so so it's going to be really cool and and we keep telling ourselves like they're going to they're going to come out with a crazy story about this team because we're going to shock everybody. So I think we all have a ton of confidence. And I think we all believe in ourselves and and know if we, if we play our game right and play like we know we're capable of doing, we can do it.
0: Are you sort of conditioned by the fact that you guys were seven and 14 when you left, I guess it was Fayetteville when you got, you, 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 I remember you on that show said, Hey, we, we've got to go seven and two. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then you, that's, Kind of must win at that point, right? I mean, you know, you are thinking every day we 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 have to win today. This isn't we we have no losses to give away, really. Yeah, no, are no. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, and and you were right. I mean, you had to go seven and two, and you did um, six and three, and you we wouldn't be having this conversation. No,
1: yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here.
0: So, are you kind of conditioned to we have to win today? Did that kind of help you guys maybe prepare for? I know that's not the way that you want to do it. You'd rather have Tennessee's route to this, but but did it kind of make you a little more conditioned to the pressure of every day being kind of do or die?
1: I never really even thought about it that way, but you're probably right. And like, not even just that, but just being the underdogs the whole time has probably, you know, conditioned us um, to be able to play well. It's the season has been so weird. Like we've been up and down and up and down and all over the place. Um, But, but hopefully, and I, I think everybody is from just talking to the team, like, Nobody cares where you're ranked or or what your numbers were before, you know, postseason. Like, at this point, I've said it even the past couple um, shows. The postseason baseball is just so much different than regular season. So anybody can win on any given day, and and we know that.
0: Did you watch any other regionals after – I guess after you were – because there were some crazy regionals around the country, man. I mean, there were some – I mean, you guys kind of – your path was kind of clear and simple, but there were some other teams that it was – it was a little hairy, like Southern Miss and LSU and um, Arkansas, NC State—not NC State, uh, Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. uh, Oregon State, Vanderbilt. I mean, there was some.
1: The one, the uh, one I loved most was the Texas State um, against uh, Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. yeah, and that would have been—I knew a couple guys. Texas State's not too far from my house back home, so I knew a couple guys on the team, and I was pulling for them so hard. I wanted them to win, and oh, that was a, such a crazy game. But we didn't get to watch too much because. I mean we were at the field the last day we were at the field for probably nine hours just sitting around waiting and you know messing around. There's nothing we could really do. So it's tough to get to watch. Um but it was it was cool. And that's what's I think college baseball is so much fun. Those games, if you just look at those highlights of all those games, not a lot of not a lot of them were like our last game that we played. Like they were all close games and and really fun to watch.
0: You nervous right now or more excited?
1: I'm more excited than I am nervous, but but if you were to interview anybody and, and they said they weren't nervous, they're lying. Like you can't not be nervous right now. This is this is the biggest game of the year. The biggest game that I've had to play in. Um, but it's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be I love, I love the atmosphere and I love that competitive nature of that whole thing. It's gonna be awesome.
0: What's kind of your scouting report on that team? I know you've seen them a little bit over the years.
1: The thing with with us or a thing with them is we haven't necessarily seen a lot of their starters because we've always played them in the middle of the week. Um, so I don't know too much about like the actual team itself or the actual pitchers um, that we'll face, but I know they're a solid team. Obviously they just, um, they just beat LSU in a really high intensity game. But I, I think if we play the game, we should, if we play the game like we should, we should win.
0: Um. You mentioned some of the doubters. There's also been people around you guys that have supported you the whole way. That yeah. have really stuck with you. What I know, a lot of those people kind of reached out and that kind of thing over the course of the last few days. How, how cool was that part? You know, it some, is
1: that that part of it is really special. And we had some we had some fans, um, whenever we arrived back to to Oxford that were there. You know, with posters and taking pictures with the, with us and stuff. And and those are the people that are have been there all year long. And and that part is is what makes playing here at Ole Miss so much fun is you do yeah they're the haters and there's the people that don't think you can make it whatever whatever but you you do have the people that love you and, and truly care about us as a team and, and root for us all along it's it's special. Well
0: hey I know you got some packing to do and you got to get ready to uh, get down to Hattiesburg tomorrow for a media day on Thursday and then uh, get started on Friday with as you mentioned a, a huge series between those two teams uh, pretty much everyone in Mississippi either has a ticket or is trying to get a ticket so um, you've got a ticket. You'll be out at second base. So uh, we we wish you the very best. You know, I'll be cheering for you. I hope that it uh, hope that it goes well, and I hope that next week we're talking about getting ready for uh, you guys to go to Omaha.
1: That's right. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: That's Peyton Chattonay, Ole Miss's uh, second baseman. We will uh, hopefully have another edition of this show on next week where we'll be previewing uh, even bigger games. So, again, thanks to The Rogue for sponsoring this throughout the course of the season. It's been really cool of Luke and all the people at The Rogue. It's the Rogue.com. 4450 I 55 North in Jackson. For Peyton Chattanooga, I'm Neil McCready. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon.